Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. All right, AB, we got to go. We got to get skedaddling on this Hometowns episode. Your daughter's home again. Ice storm could come down, cause a terror at any moment. <laughs> Once again, under the gun. Mission Impossible. <laughs> Welcome to the Rosecast. A very special episode. Not really. Regular episode. But we like Hometowns in particular. We're Hometown guys. Uh, my name is Tim Kennedy Jr. With me as always, Alex W. Bradford. AB, off the top, off the rip. What do the kids say? What's lit? What do you think of this episode? <laughs> what do you think of the episode? Quick uh, synopsis. Ari sneaks his way out of trouble again, or him. <laughs> Slithers that's, with his skinny frame. That's the one sentence breakdown of this episode for me. I was, I feel misled. Based on the previews for this episode, well, I thought we were getting tables flipped. I thought we were getting punches <laughs> thrown. It was fine. Everything went smoothly. Yeah, everything went fine. We do need to get right into it, though, because we were backloaded with stuff. We're going to chat a little bit of Winter Games. I know people wanted some extra <laughs> Winter Games content. We're going to give it to you just a dollop, not an extra episode, okay? We're busy folks. That's fair. And especially when you look towards next week, Grim. Next week, there is eight hours of content, isn't there? Or is that this week? Is that what week? No, 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 no. No, there's only, there's four again next week. So this is Tuesday, the 20th. Tonight, there's Winter Games. Then Thursday is the Winter Games finale. Okay, so we got those two we need to watch. And then Sunday, I watched that out of pleasure. I watched The Bachelor out of like obligation at this point. Winter Games is just a fun little kickback, maybe sip on some wine, have a couple well, cokes, you know what I'm saying? No, see- Beer. <laughs> see, <laughs> see I, I'm actually flipped. I'm oh. watching the Winter Games out of- because <laughs> I feel like I need to. Oh, don't, I'm a bachelor, don't worry about it. Don't worry I'm a bachelor it. guy, and I pride myself in my bachelor knowledge, <laughs> so I feel like I need to- I have to watch these, um, but we'll get into that more later, I'm sure. But just to clear it up, next week, Women Tell All on Sunday night. Yep, that's six hours. Which content. which makes no sense. Well, what are you counting Sunday as this week? So I'm talking from this point, from right now, for the next. You don't start week. weeks on Tuesdays. I'm just saying, for the next seven days, we have eight hours of content we need to watch. Yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, we'll we'll talk about next week at the end of this episode. Let's get right into it. Kendall's hometown, Los Angeles. 
The first thing they do is go straight to a taxidermy room because that's the only thing that has defined Kendall the person so far is that she likes taxidermy. Mm-hmm. Ab, we never really discussed this. Would you? Are you a taxidermy guy? Would you? Would you pick up a taxidermied animal? Absolutely not, Rim. <laughs> okay. I've right. have I have a ton of stories in my life of situations where I refuse to pick up a dead animal. In fact, that's true. I forgot about that. Why would <laughs> I even ask you that question? I've been there. Yeah, you you've been there for some of them. Just recently, a mouse died in. Oh, I guess it wasn't that recently, but in our in our in our house in our shed, and I didn't pick it up. I just didn't go in that shed for a while until my mom would come down and she'd get she got the mouse <laughs> out of mom. there. <laughs> she had to. Get, I wasn't gonna touch it. No way, no how. I'm not touching a dead animal. All right. Well, I wouldn't. I I don't know if I'd touch taxidermy. I'm a taxidermy like behind glass guy, like in a museum guy. Just out in the open like that? No, 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 no. Dead animals kind of gross me out a lot, in fact. So you're saying if you're Ari, you wouldn't have stuffed these dead rats? No. With Kendall? No way, no way, no how. Would you have just cut off the whole relationship at that point? Well, I would have said, you know, I'm okay with you doing this, but it's not my thing. Um, I'm The Bachelor. I can do whatever I want. So <laughs> can we just end this part and go to the next part? <laughs> I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I'm not going to do it. AB would be a good Bachelor just yeah. just to see what he would and wouldn't be willing to do. That's an unreasonable request to ask someone to stuff a dead rat with you, yeah. I think. No, I don't. It's I, I feel like I have a very reasonable approach to dead animals and I don't like them. <laughs> um, but Ari, back to the show. Ari is at least Ari's a good sport about sure. it, I would say. He, he, he laughed it off. He obviously didn't want to do it, no, but he no, did no. it anyway. Kendall's money quote here is, when I realized taxidermy existed, I realized it's a way to keep things forever. And then Ari looked at her like, wait, is she going to stuff and mount me when I die? Because he's going <laughs> to die before her, <laughs> at least 10 years older. Out of all the hobbies in the world, I can't think of a thing that I mess with less than taxidermy. Yeah, I can't either. Off the top of my head, it would have to be the human form, in which case that person would be in jail. So <laughs> that's the worst legal hobby to have. <laughs> You know, I was all for this taxidermy date because they seem to be connecting over it. It's something that Kendall's really passionate about and Ari was accommodating like a gentleman. Ari was accommodating. He even mentioned at one point, like, I could see when we grow or when we get married, you know, she would have a taxidermy room and I'd I'd have the garage with the cars in it. Kind of sees how this would work in the future. I personally, I could not see this working (laughs) with me. None of this is going to be in my house. Well, A.B., first off, in response to that, just from what we know about Ari and working on cars, he doesn't really know how to work on cars, so <laughs> I'm not sure he would have his own garage to do that. That's a front. Stay woke. Um, I was all for this taxidermy thing until she brought out the diorama stage where they could play with the taxidermy animals. That's a yeah. li- that's one step too far for my liking. <laughs> okay, so that's where the cutoff is for you. Mine yeah, is diorama's. when I walk yeah. in the room. It's... I'm done. But you would sit down, maybe have a little, maybe stuff a rat, but you're not going to play like games. You bring out the diorama, I go, I mean, come on. I'm not going to put on a little skit with the rats. (laughs) No, I'm not doing a skit with the taxidermied animals. And frankly, I'd be wearing plastic gloves, okay? (laughs) Not being honest. (laughs) Got to protect these babies. Uh, During their post uh, dead animal stuffing chat, Ari reveals that he's falling for Kendall AB, and then obviously great makeout session ensues. Any surprise here? Nope. No. Let's go to the crib. 
Mom Michelle, Dad Bob, twin sister Kylie. Is that new information? Did I miss that, that she has a twin? Uh, if, if you missed it, uh, then I did too. I don't remember hearing anything about that. Twin, twin sister Kylie, little brother Colton, probably spelled with a K, if we're being honest. If you have Kylie, Kendall, Kylie and Colton. Kylie, Kendall, yeah, Colton. It's Colton a, is this is a Kardashian-type situation. Yes. Kylie, Kendall, or Jenners. First thing I noticed during this family time is that this family has exotic glassware, all sorts <laughs> of weird shapes. Doesn't surprise me at all, knowing what we know about Kendall, that this family is going to have weird-shaped beer glasses. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Anything on Kendall's discussion with her mother? Her mom just seemed skeptical a little bit. And that was kind of, I think, a overwhelming theme of the whole episode is there was usually one person who, who was very skeptical of, of what was going on here. In this case, probably the most skeptical person in Kendall's family was her sister, Kylie. True. Somehow, Kendall is the less weird of the twins. <laughs> Kylie fancies herself some sort of like energy, like sorcerer. <laughs> like, like Ari walks in five minutes later, Kendall, Kylie's just saying, I noticed there's like a distance between you. Like, what are you talking about? You've just met this man. You don't have a handle on anything. Okay. <laughs> you know, for someone who has been through a hometown before, on the other side of the situation, you'd think Ari would be very prepared to handle a grilling like this. But instead, his response to Kendall's sister is, hmm, well, you know, she's skeptical. And he's like, hmm, well, I'm falling for her. So <laughs> does that do anything for you? Does that like get me out of this? That's basically Ari approach. That's the energy on that feel. <laughs> yeah. Are we good? You're quite- she's like, I think you guys are distant. Yeah, well, I'm falling for her, so... That's all settled. Now, anything else you want to chat about? What do you think the Kylie situation is in terms of the Bachelor rim? Do you think she they both applied and she didn't make it? No, I think... Seems strange that one would apply and one wouldn't to me. So, Kylie and Kendall, when they chat, I notice Kylie is like Kendall's rational conscience. Like, Kendall sure. is acting on her, like, impulses and emotions. And Kylie's like, hey, let's slow down and think about this, which makes me think Kylie would have no interest in being on the show. She's yeah. too logical to be on the show. Like, listen to me. I got a whole handle on these two. Saw them on screen <laughs> for four minutes. But that's my guess. I don't think they both applied. And if they did, I think that would be a storyline. Yeah. That's part of this. I, I feel like ABC might have missed something here. You, you got twins? A very interesting set of twins here? The, this is at least an interesting set of twins. Lord yeah. knows they milk twins for all they're worth. Absolutely. We got to get twin dudes as the bachelor or twin women as the bachelor, in my opinion. We might be getting close. We'll talk more about that. Hmm? Oh, <laughs> you'll see. That's going to be a spin zone. <laughs> uh, Ari and Kendall's dad, Bob. My take on this, A.B., Bob's respectful of Ari and the process, but he doesn't think a quick engagement is smart. He wouldn't give his permission if asked, but also (laughs) says if Kendall really wanted it, he would support it, which, like you said, became a theme throughout the show, is that a lot of these parents are like, yeah, I don't know, this is crazy, but my daughter can do what she wants, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and that's kind of the that's kind of the way that I think I would handle it as well. You know, I don't like this at all. I don't like you being at my house. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't like, like that. You, I don't like what, that you're dating four women. 
right now, including my daughter. But I I trust her. If she wants to do this crazy ass thing with you, then go ahead. Kendall and Ari outside after everything goes down. I felt it was kind of weird when Kendall said, hey, I'm falling for you, too. Like, it just seemed like she was just trying to even this like, okay, we're even now because I forgot to say that earlier. It seems transactional to me. It was interesting because Ari is the one who said the first step of I'm falling in love with you, you know, and it's usually the contestant, not the the bachelor. So that's a good sign for Kendall. Yes. Yes. Grade this hometown AB on whatever grading system you choose. F. You're in you're in Los whoa, Angeles. Whoa, you're whoa. in Los Angeles and you go to probably the worst place there. And you know Whoa, what are you saying? You worst didn't like that home? place in the city? This was Los Angeles, right? Yeah. No, the I'm talking about the taxidermy oh, warehouse yeah, yeah, yeah. they started okay. out at. That's okay. the worst place in Los Angeles that you could possibly go to. I thought you were disparaging their home. Okay. No, their home's fine. The rest okay. of it was fine, but I'm gonna give it an F for the taxidermy because I <laughs> mess right. with that so little could you look past your phobias and grade this based <laughs> on how it went for the two people in love maybe i don't know it, it went good for the, for the process for Ari. i think he passed it pretty well okay and kendall I, I think kendall came out looking pretty good tia's hometown wiener arkansas great hometown activity ab racing around them mud cars whatever you want i don't know what they're called and don't tell me what they're called i don't care not a racing guy <laughs> never will be okay i thought it was yeah. i thought it was <laughs> These are more like car talk. Rest in peace to one of the car talk guys. He died. All right. Yep. I got respect for those guys. Grew up on car talk. I don't mess with cars or taxidermy. No. But I do mess with car talk. Yes. You might not know that about me, but I do mess with car talk. Don't know that about you. That's funny though. Clack and clack, the Tappet brothers. <laughs> All right. What do you got okay. on this activity? I thought it was funny when when Tia said, uh, she, she's like, today I'm taking Ari racing. Driving race cars in Wiener, Arkansas was the last thing you expect to do today. I would say that'd be like number one Top or three. number two things that I would think you would do in Wiener, Arkansas is race around on some mud track. Yeah. That's It'd go top right three. along with like frogging and a Trump rally. Uh, drinking. <laughs> <laughs> one of those. Those are the three. I was going to say a moonshine distillery <laughs> yeah. tour. Yeah. An underground. Yeah. Come on in. Making shine. <laughs> Trump rally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen, we make fun of Ari doing stinking at racing cars. The guy was doing some sweet guys, drifts, A.B. Guys, guys drifting, to- Tokyo drifting around Ooh, the track there. Up, I'm going to put in that one song. Kicking up the syllables around here. Drinking that ice cold beer. That's my <laughs> jam right there. The family time, A.B. We got the, the city slicker with the supple <laughs> hands. And the smooth, he used a lot of skin stuff and like product in his hair. Product. I see you with the product, Yeah, he's a, he's a product guy and he does this in the mirror. And, and that guy, Mr. Hansen, never worked a day in his life. Does, <laughs> pretends to know how to fix cars, doesn't know how to fix cars. Doesn't want to hurt his hand on the wrench. This is unfair what I'm doing. But I'm trying to build a contrast here sure, between sure. Ari, Silver Spoon, and the Roughnecks down in Arkansas doing toasts with pigs in a blanket. Maybe <laughs> that's where we're at right now. This is a this is a fish out of water situation, and there's no better hometown than a fish out of water hometown. Yeah, Tia's brother seems like one of the biggest badasses in Bachelor history. He has the look. He has. He the really look. has the look. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the guy has a shaved head and two hoop earrings, so <laughs> I expected some violence at a minimum. Absolutely, some light and then T's violence. Dad, Dad's got like a handlebar mustache. He's making oh, yeah. shotgun jokes before he gets there. It's it's looking like it's about to be an explosive hometown. What do you got on Ari and Tia's brother? Tia's brother looked like he was holding in like a rage that wanted to come out that never came out. <laughs> no, it never came out. I think the guy's just a giant teddy bear, Rim. I think he is too. Uh, his brother or her dad? Her brother or her dad? Both. Okay. Couple of teddy bears. The booths are teddy bears. Couple teddy bears. They, they got the tough exterior, but the insides- Hard of gold. Hard yeah, of gold. Hard of gold. I liked him. He, he clearly, her brother, did not do his research. No. Uh, the Kissing Bandit nickname was bestowed upon him during a season where he was only kissing one person. It's yeah. not like- I mean, bandit probably isn't fair. It makes it seem like he's going, and then he's heading off to the next one. No, 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 Stealing kisses case. from all these girls. No, that's not what Ari's about. He, was, he got it when he was kissing Emily with the explosive kisses. Yeah. Watch the season, bud. Come on, bud. Okay, it was good stuff. If I watched <laughs> that season and I were Tia's brother, I'd be like, all right, she's going to have a life full of romance forever, so that's good. <laughs> I'm happy for her. <laughs> what do you got on Ari and Tia's dad? Tia's dad starts it off, says he thinks he's a playboy. He's, he mentions he's been doing some research on the internet. Uh, <laughs> I thought this was very funny. I wonder how slow the internet is in, in uh, Wiener, first uh, of all. It's got to be slow, I mean. <laughs> and then also, I feel like he didn't dig that deep into Ari, because if he did, he would have found some stuff that... <laughs> he would have some real concerns. <laughs> he would have found some stuff way worse than just being a playboy. Didn't dig that deep. He read the bio on abc.com. Yep. He was like, so they call you the kissing bandit, huh? If you got, if you were actually researching on the internet, went into, went into the, you know, the muck of the He's bachelor nation. He's not going nation. into the muck. He's not on the dark web, AB. <laughs> He's got a handlebar mustache, all right? <laughs> just saying. Ari asks for his blessing. And again, another parent says, I trust Tia on this. Hey, against all odds, these two fellas kind of get along. Laughing, joking, clinking yeah. beers, the boys around here. Pretty good. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Dad jokes with him a little bit, though. He says, if you hurt her, I'll find you. And one of the yeah, many threats. Yeah. <laughs> one of the many threats Ari got this episode. Damn, it just palling around type of threats. Like, I'll come get you, <laughs> but not really. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, I mean, that guy's never left the city limits of Wiener, so I think <laughs> okay, Ari's right, probably AB, pretty you're safe. You're going too far. Here. <laughs> I think it seems like Ari's pretty safe here, Rim. Okay. <laughs> too far. One thing I noticed that T kept saying during this situation was, I told him I'm falling in love with him. Mm -hmm. Subtle difference between saying that and telling her parents, I'm falling in love with him. She said, I told him. So like that, she almost said it like, this is where I'm at in the game instead of this is where we're at in life, baby. <laughs> the past couple episodes, I've, I've been getting a bad vibe from Tia, to be frank with you, Rim. I, I feel like she's been playing the game. Um, you know, she, she sent Becca home, basically. People forget that. Yep. People forget that. And yes, yeah, I, I don't know, something's not sitting right with me with this girl. It is the second hometown in a row. Where we don't see any footage of Ari speaking with the mother. You probably didn't notice that. Details, AB. I did not. Anyway, everyone got along. Great hometown. We were, one, we were misled. Great yep. the hometown, AB. Not on, oh, I don't know, the Fayetteville Airport kind of stinks. I wouldn't want to go there. F. Like, give me how the hometown <laughs> went for the people involved. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll give him a B. 
I'll give him a B. Okay. Here's here's why it went bad for T in my eyes. When it was when they're outside talking, Tia tells him I he she loves him. Okay, that's the top level of the Rim and A B pyramid chart. I think she uh, said, I'm in love with you. I skipped that on my notes. She says, I'm no longer falling in love with you. I am in love with you. Subtle difference again between I'm in love with you and I love you. Okay. Well, so the second- It's top, though. It's up to the it's top. It's one of the top tiers in the I love you uh, rankings. Yep. If you'll notice, Ari has not said anything of the sort to her. He said, he said it to- Nope. He said it to Lauren B. He said he basically told Lauren B. He loves her, and then earlier, more than anything in the world, Kendall. Ron. <laughs> he told, it, <laughs> and then to Kendall, he said he even said, "I'm falling in love with you." But to Tia, who has went higher on the scale than anybody, he has said none of this, and this was very telling for me. Wow, great analysis, and that's a mm-hmm. fact, folks. We should have seen her leaving coming a mile away based on yep. that. Mm-hmm. Ermine B. Sabermetrics, <laughs> Bachelor Metrics. <laughs> Uh, great point. Okay, let's go to Minneapolis, A.B. Becca has a great day at the apple orchard planned. Now, listen. Here we go. A.B., as you know, <laughs> apple orchard dates are really hot in the white people's streets. Absolutely. This decade, okay? How many times have you been to the orchard? Every year. Every year? Okay. Sometimes twice, two or three times, sure. Listen, I don't mind a little apple orchard experience here and there. But just know that when you're going to an apple orchard, for any reason, I'm not talking to you anymore, A.B., I'm talking to the apple orchard going listeners, you are being scammed. Okay. Apple orchards are a racket. Why are you paying someone to do manual labor they would normally have to pay workers to do? I don't think you've ever been to an apple orchard. I've been to several apple orchards. (laughs) You go there and you walk around and you work and you sweat. And then you do, you pick and you reach and go, ah, I'll get that apple. And then you carry these heavy-ass buckets of apples. You don't even like apples that much. You're not going to eat all these apples. You're definitely buying more apples than you're going to consume. You're just doing it because you feel like the time requires you to spend this much money to make it worth your while. And then you carry these. You can't even drive the apples back up or have someone take them back up for you. You got to carry these old and they're old wooden barrel crates. They're not even like convenient uh, bags of any sort, reusable bags, no backpacks, no shoulder slings. You got to carry them back up, and then they make you pay for them. You got to pay for the privilege of doing this manual labor. It's craziness. You're missing a, ve- a huge part in the apple orchard experience, and it's tr- it's sampling the apples, Rim. You know, picking one, just taking a big old bite of apple right in the orchard, right in the trees. What do you, what if what happens if you don't like the taste of that particular you apple? You throw put it, back? it away. It's very <laughs> fun. You throw, you throw the apple for miles. Listen, depending on the economy, AB, and immigration laws, some farmers, especially in California and other places, struggle to find workers to pick their fruit. So some genius said, I bet white people will pay to do this. And it worked. <laughs> We go, we flock to the fields like idiots. You got to be kidding me. Down with apple orchards. <laughs> All right, AB, what do you got on this actual date? It's cold. Leaves are brown. It's damp. Oh, I would have loved the apple orchard date. The crisp, it seemed a little, I'll be, you're right about one part. It seemed a little too cold for it. Apple orchards are best in the in a crisp fall day where you can wear, you know, the sweatshirt weather. Right? Yeah. Ideal working conditions. This was too cold. They were wearing winter coats. 
And that also means I'm an apple orchard guy, so I know all about the the timing. But that means it's too cold for the apples to be at peak season. Rim. You don't know shit about the how apples, apples you want. The apples you want, the Honeycrisp, the delicious, mm, those type no. of apples. Those ones are early season rim. You like Honeycrisp apples is you getting tricked by a, a good name. That's a good name for an apple. Those don't taste any better than any other apples. You couldn't okay. tell the difference. This guy doesn't know anything about apples, folks. <laughs> don't, don't listen to his, no, I know. his apple orchard takes. Put them in my pie and that's it. Anyway, uh, well, AB, quick question though. You, are you a caramel apple guy? Of course caramel I'm a apples? caramel apple guy. Don't be a, don't be a lunatic. <laughs> that's another thing you didn't even talk about. You After you go picking the apples, you go to this this little shop. This warehouse where, they where got- you do more work. No, 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 no. They got apple donuts and apple cider and apple ice cream and apple crisp and pie and all sorts of apple stuff. Ooh. You know what happens? At, no, I forgot to say this. When you go to an apple orchard and you bring two big baskets of apples back up and then they chart, you go, bing, bing, you go to the cash register. They always get these old timey cash registers trying to be cute. <laughs> and then they go, bing, 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 bing. And then they go, all right, $42. I'm like, what are we talking about here? I, got, I picked these myself. You should give me these for free. The apples are expensive in an apple orchard. And what always, always, always happens is you bring up more apples and you end up buying. So then you literally just go get apples for them and bring them back. <laughs> and no money is exchanged. They don't pay you for your services. You just give them apples and then they stay up there. They don't even go down to the bottom of the hill. They stay up there and turn your apples into donuts, which you then have to pay for. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> me, I just like the, the the caramel apple suckers. Those are flames. People forget about those. Let's keep <laughs> it moving. Fact. Those facts are facts. The main thing about this meet the family situation in Minneapolis is Uncle Gary. A pastor who acts kind of as Becca's pseudo father figure slash protector since her dad passed away a few years ago. Now, AB, I don't know about you, but at the beginning, they made Uncle Gary the pastor. And no disrespect, they made him seem like kind of an asshole. Okay. <laughs> when they first showed Uncle Gary, he was I didn't being appreciate a appreciate the, the edit they gave for Uncle Gary. They made him seem drunk, and I don't think he was drinking. They were like, oh, are they going to come in here and be in love? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Uncle Gary was being rude. <laughs> uh, but I did a quick 180, AB. I don't know about you. What do you got on Uncle, Ari, Uncle Gary and Ari sitting down on the couch? You know they're in Minnesota because they had an Afghan over the back. Old, <laughs> colorful <laughs> Afghan with like, a, with, like a, with like a moose on it or something, some outdoor scene. Yeah, absolutely. It got emotional, Rim. And I, this is when it turned, like you said, for Uncle Gary. He starts talking about his brother, the avid fisherman and hunter, a great man who also carves these little cool ducks. Mm-hmm. It gets emotional when he starts saying, this should be her, him sitting here instead of me. I almost broke down. Not a thing. <laughs> period. I almost broke down. Him? That was it. He mentions that he did the funeral. Wow. Wow. <sighs> That's heavy stuff. And Ari was getting emotional too, A.B., he was. He was. It was a great conversation. It was a tough, great conversation. I think it was important for Ari to know this context, you know, about what makes up their family dynamic yeah. and history. And maybe some things, some of the tougher things that Becca hadn't discussed with him yet. So I went from wanting to throw hands with Uncle Gary to wanting to <laughs> hold hands with Uncle Gary. Okay. <laughs> Uncle Gary even brings up the church situation, yeah. which somehow wasn't brought up in Tia's, <laughs> even though I, I don't know. I don't. 
should have Nothing been mentioned. Nothing was talked about there. It wasn't mentioned. <laughs> Hasn't been mentioned since it was brought up like six episodes ago by yeah. him. Um, Uncle Gary brings up, what if, uh, what if she wants to go to church? And Ari, with the ultimate spin zone move, says he would go with her. And he says that he's just not as spiritually as far along as Becca. What does that even mean, Rim, as spiritually far along? He's a 36-year-old man. He's made his decisions on the topic of religion. You are not... It's not that you don't know about the subject. It's that you've chosen to to not follow a religion, which is fine. Yeah, that's fine. Ari, obviously... Well, obviously... (laughs) Ari has no plans to continue this journey. This... <laughs> the, you know he's not he, far along. He's at the starting line, and he's going to stay there. But the, the, it's a that was a good strategic play by him. It was. It was to make it seem like, hey, hey, pastor, I'm open. I'm open to it. It ain't no, never going to happen. Right? No, <laughs> no, that's what you need to realize. Is Ari's not going to step foot in a church. But Uncle Gary liked it. Listen, Uncle Gary. Another theme here. Uncle Gary wanted to hate this guy, and he did not at the end. He really didn't. You can argue this or that about Ari or how entertaining he is or how, you know, empathetic he is. Everybody ended up liking him after these hometowns against all odds. Yeah. You got anything on Becca and her mom? She she says, you know, if Ari asks you for your blessing, would you feel ready to grant that? And she goes, no. <laughs> Not not a chance. <laughs> no chance. No way, no how. But like all the other parents involved, she says, I trust you to make that decision. I want the yeah. best for you. It was a soft it was a soft yes. She came out like she was gonna put a foot down on this whole situation, you know, the I will not grant my permission. And then it basically ends up with sure, you can you can do whatever you want. So Becca's mom gives an even more explicit soft yes to Ari. In person, she says, here's what I can give a blessing to. I would honor whatever her choice is because I trust her and I love her. Okay. Well, that means you're giving the blessing, lady. Just a heads up. Putting the blessing in the hands of the daughter, AB, saying like, I don't really fuck with this whole situation. I don't think Becca's mom speaks that way. So I apologize. I'm not, I'm not trying <laughs> to put words in her mouth. But she says, if she, if she wants to do it, she can do it and I'll support sure. it. What's what surprised me was, but I really like you, Ari. That came out of nowhere. In my <laughs> out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Why would you like Ari? He hasn't really shown you anything. Or I you think haven't talked people to much. really like Ari, and it's not coming through on the on the show. Oh, you mean in just in general in real life? I think in real life people enjoy Ari's presence. When you see him on interviews, and you see him, you know, on his social media, or whatever, he seems to have more charisma. Yeah. On this show, he has almost no charisma. He's it might just be a situation. Repetitive. It might just be a situation where he needs some time to think about things. You know, he's not good in the pressure situations and in the moment, but um, in regular life, or you know, yeah, just in in regular life, I think he com- he's probably a better hang than what he's coming off as. Just loosen up, Ari. Becca and Ari outside. Um, speaking of canned phrases. Becca says, you keep blowing my mind and stealing pieces of my heart. Some Hallmark shit, A.B. I wasn't a fan, but they smooched. It worked, I suppose. What do you rate this hometown? You know, it's I, it's, it's no better or worse than any of the other two, so I'll go with a B again. Okay. I thought all these were pretty pretty similar. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Laura's hometown, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Uh, you got anything on the daytime, A.B.? Kind of kind of pretty on the beach. I got nothing. Were they riding horses? I don't Where even remember. Where did this horse riding stuff come from, Rim? It just reiterated in my mind how little I know about this Lauren B. girl. I, I didn't know, know she was about from her. Virginia Beach, that's for sure. No, I had no clue. And then it seems like that's like part of her is horseback riding. That's a big thing with her. Did you get that? I didn't get that. I thought it was just like they rent horses here. It's not a passion of hers. They just had horses available. <laughs> Okay, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't couldn't know. tell. <laughs> I don't know either. Couldn't tell, tell. Don't care. Couldn't tell anything about this girl. At the Burnham household, the elders have convened, and they are a grumpy bunch, A.B., not a talkative <laughs> group of senior citizens. The very formal dining setup, they're not toasting with wiener dogs here in Virginia <laughs> Beach. <laughs> A.B. Ari's dad has two in- they were doing that in Wiener, Arkansas you toast around de- wiener dogs sitting on the couch around the big oversized ottoman the TV Absolutely. was probably all on sorts mute of s- TV was on the background there was sauces all over the place on the <laughs> table they just sauces, sauces. <laughs> dipping sauces would've loved, all I would have loved to uh, do, how many wiener pigs in a blanket wiener <laughs> dogs would I have eaten if I were down there I could have eaten 30 40 and that's like tempering <laughs> I don't want to come off like a slob here I'm going to eat 30 yeah <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, you hungry, Tim? Yeah, Couldn't as a matter of fact, more. I am. You should see what they feed us in the bachelor mansion. I'll take all the pigs in a blanket I can get. Thank you very much. <laughs> Little Smokies. Not to mention, they had the wiener dogs or the what are they? What are those pigs in a blanket? They had pigs in a blanket sure. next to Little Smokies. I've never seen those com- <laughs> that common. It's basically the same like mini hot dog. <laughs> appetizer or next to each other that was not a producer thing that was the people from wiener proud (laughs) of their heritage which is pigs in a blanket i can't believe we didn't say anything about that (laughs) so yeah that was embarrassing let's hand up on that one uh lauren's dad basically has two interests ab his military background enthusiasm for the military and golf ari Knows and making America great again, of course, Rim. Don't forget okay. about that, too. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> okay, that's not... That's Three you, interests. You said that. Well, you know, if you're into the first two, you're probably into the third one. <laughs> okay? Ari knows nothing of either, 
kiss this marriage goodbye. That's what I was thinking when the dad asked those two questions. You ever seen a military family before? And do you like golf? When when he said, you're from Scottsdale and you don't golf, you might as well, he already might as well have slapped his dad upside the head. And <laughs> that's, you're going to, you're just canceling plans for this marriage. He was so yep. upset. And for the second week in a row, A.B. Ari has to step away from Lauren, get his wits about him, mm-hmm. nervous, sweating. How he acts around Lauren lets me know that I think she is the winner of this show. Wow. He's just way more nervous. He He's acting like someone really would when you're in love with someone and you want to make a good impression with their family. He's he just, he just acts a different way around her than he does any of the other girls. I think she's the winner of this show. You know, he was nervous. He was scared. He really wanted to impress the dad. He didn't know if he could. When Ari and Lauren's dad go out back to talk, share a cocktail, a stiff one. Obviously, this man drinks stiff cocktails. I expected a terrible interaction here. But somehow, Ari pulls a rabbit, two rabbits out of his ass, A.B., and then he, he had a joker rabbits, rim. And then he, he had a wild card. Them. And then he juggled the rabbits. <laughs> he it was an amazing trick. He had a wild card. He had a joker. He had everything you needed. <laughs> After telling dad that he never knew a military family, he comes with this amazing story amazing. about, about he goes, hey, what did you fly? And then the dad answers like, well, I flew this. Like, blah, blah, you don't know shit about planes, boy. And then he goes, I've actually <laughs> flown a C-130. And... <laughs> That he visited soldiers in Iraq, A.B., holy cow, Lauren's dad, completely blown away. Wow. Yeah. You could tell. He's just, he goes, what? what? He was taken aback by the story from Ari, and everything was flipped. It went from complete uh, being against this whole situation and ready to tear this guy a new ass to, wow, this guy's an incredible guy with a, <laughs> with a great story. The great background. He loves yeah. the military. I've never seen a parent lean forward so much. She's like, whoa. <laughs> like, Ari had a meeting out of the palm of his hand. He really I've did. never seen he anything did. like it. Turned everything around. The most dramatic 180 and quickest 180 done by a parent I've ever seen on this show. He went from Absolutely. hating this guy to nearly kissing him. <laughs> called him son i wouldn't be surprised if he called him son at the end of it rim (laughs) at that point i mean lauren's dad if ari doesn't pick lauren lauren's dad will be more disappointed than lauren at this point he was he doesn't even care like uh, about asking permission he's like yeah go ahead marry or whatever love you ari like i feel like these two are going to be friends regardless of what happens absolutely absolutely Anyway, love that. What a, that was a jaw-dropping moment for me. Second biggest jaw-dropping moment of the episode. On the other hand of the spectrum, we got Lauren's mom. Hey, can we, before we get into that, can we talk about Lauren's dad when he asks her for permission? Lauren's dad says, I don't worry about Lauren picking the wrong or the right guy. She's not going to commit herself to something she can't commit to long term. Is everyone forgetting that Lauren B. has been engaged twice? She's literally picked two guys <laughs> and made a commitment to them and then backed out of two commitments. And she's 25 years old. Am I the only one who remembers this? Well, we don't know if she backed out, but she definitely picked wrong at least once. I don't know <laughs> you, if you it was the same guy You should have some serious doubts about your daughter's choices <laughs> yeah. in men if she's, she's if she's been engaged twice at the age of 25. She's over. I guess- Forgot about that, A.B. Good point. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a little overconfident. He's a little overconfident. Say something. You, should be, you should be a little concerned about your Very daughter's concerned. choices in men so far. All right, A.B., uh, Ari and Lauren's mom, she's skeptical. 
She says, hey, you saying the same things to these other people, the other families? Of Great course question. he is. Absolutely saying literally the same phrases. Once again, though, I'd be another parent that says, hey, I trust Lauren when he asked for the blessing. Do you think, mm-hmm. do you think Ari was scared? He asked the mom for the blessing. He didn't ask the dad, at least that we saw. Do you think he was, even though he made a connection with the dad, do you think he was scared still to ask for the blessing? He, he might have been, or it might have been a producer cut. Like, who knows? Well, credit to Ari for asking everyone, every parent. Yeah. Yep. And credit for, to the parents for all being hesitant, completely hesitant. Yeah, I appreciated. I feel like every all of these parents acted like I would act. It was it seemed very real, and they all had the response of "I'll trust my daughter," which I think is also very real. Uh, before we finish this one off, though, be Lauren and her mom, some tears were shed, real tears, emotional moment. They hope this lasts forever, and so do I, AB. You got a look on your face like you didn't, you didn't take any notes here. No, I got some notes. I was, I'm thinking back. My notes triggered some memories, and what was, what was Lauren talking about this whole time? How she loves she, Ari. What do you mean? Wants first, she starts forever. out by saying her and Ari, she's never met someone so similar as her. He's just like her. I don't know what he, she meant by that. Eh, it's not important. But, <laughs> but then, she, then she comes with, uh, she's never felt this way about anyone ever. And she's been, I, I want to remind you, she's been engaged twice. Could be one guy, and maybe she likes Ari more than that guy. <laughs> Relax. Could have been okay. a woman too, A.B. You don't know that either. You don't know this history. Okay. Uh, anyway, another great hometown. ABC made it seem like we were getting these, these big confrontations. Everybody likes Ari, and everyone trusts their daughter to make a sound decision. Four for four. Overall, an underwhelming. Yes. Hometowns. No spa- no big sparks, really, that we're anticipating. Nope. Um, grade this hometown, and then, yeah, grade the hometown episode. Because we hyped it up. We're guilty of hyping this episode up. Uh, B, min- B minus, because I thought it was really awkward with- at the start when the family just wasn't talking. You, get, you, uh, you completely understood why Lauren B is the boring person she is by her boring-ass <laughs> family. Okay. <laughs> also, well I don't know if you noticed. I don't know if you noticed this, but the grandma was there too. It was an overall just a very old group of people at Lauren B's house. I've never seen a grandma there. It was like a ninety-year-old woman. Oh, there's been some grandmas, I'm sure, in the past. But yeah, there was <laughs> there was no like there wasn't a lot of youthful exuberance to this hometown. No. <laughs> um, let's go to the rose ceremony. A.B., Ari, once again, needs a minute to himself, alone. He's got to gather his thoughts. Maybe, like you said, he, he's not quick on his feet. He needs to spend a lot of time thinking, what do I say here? <laughs> Slash get some lines from the producers. Sure. A.B., he pulls Kendall aside. Big moment. He needs to know, Kendall, are you serious about this? Can you be engaged? Credit to Ari for sticking firm. He's in this for an engagement period, and he's committed to that. Absolutely. What do you got on this interaction with Ari and Kendall? High stakes. Uh, it was high stakes? I don't know how I don't know how Kendall survived this. She didn't give Spoiler him the answer. alert, A.B., let's say, come on. We don't know if she survived it yet. We haven't got to the rose ceremony. You know when I announce who gets the roses? <laughs> Kendall said I wasn't expecting to have this conversation. Well, it's like you abs- why wouldn't you be? You're going to you're either going to be engaged or not in 10 days. <laughs> I don't think Kendall gave him the answer that he was looking for. Not at all. Let's just leave it at that. Well, when when Kendall said basically that she can't commit to being engaged, being ready for engagement at the end of this, 
Ari gave her the same look he gave to Crystal when he sent Crystal's ass home. I thought it was mm-hmm. over. Yeah. I did too. Roses go to Becca, Lauren, and Kendall. Tia wow. is shattered. AB, so you were st- were you really truly shocked? I was stunned by this. No, like I said, when I, I I got the feeling he didn't like her as much as she liked him the the entire way, and he never mentioned anything about falling for her or anything like that. He no nothing. Okay, during guess, their date, I guess you're right. Tia's heart is shattered into yeah. a million little pieces. You see her, she just melts immediately into a puddle of just pure emotion and tears. This is what I look for in a rose ceremony, frankly. I don't care so much about the lead keeping the person that I like or even the person I think they should marry. I want some surprise. I want some chaos and I want some emotion. Mm -hmm. This rose ceremony was the most shocking of the season and had the most emotional, extreme response. It's, It's one of the most emotional breakups I've ever seen. Now, as real as that was, AB, do you think that she also had an eye on putting together a nice little bachelorette reel, maybe? <laughs> it's always in the back of my mind, Rim. I but mean, I, I don't know about her. I th- I think she really did. I got the feeling she really loved Ari and this really broke her heart into okay. pieces. Okay. The bo- her body of work. You talk about Selection Sunday. Tia's body of work indicates to me that she's had an eye. She's been playing this game, the long sure. game for the bachelorette. And this is what I, I alluded to this earlier. Folks, would you be down for a Tia and Raven co-bachelorette? She can ra- just get rid of Adam. Forget that Raven's Raven and Adam are deeply in love. <laughs> Forget that. But wouldn't you watch that? Would you not watch a Raven and Tia co-bachelorette? I would. I would love it. That would be awesome. I'm sure we'll touch on this a little later, but we need to talk about who are the favorites right now for the bachelorette. Okay. And I think she's positioned herself to be one of them. Okay, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll do that at the end. Before Tia leaves, uh, she did say, well, first, Ari stinks at these comforting moments. He's, Absolutely. He's, he's like, they're there. He's, you know, not a great, he's not an empathetic guy, really. And she asked him why and what she did wrong. And he basically, he didn't have a reason. No, he never to, has a reason. To let her go, which is, which is okay. He, I think he has a good group of girls and he's not going to have like a clear cut reason for letting go of each of the girls. At some point, you just got to let people go. Well, here's the thing. I think Ari at this moment had a a clear-cut top two. Yeah, I think so too. And he had to choose between somebody. He wasn't... He. I don't think Kendall or Tia was ever really in the running (laughs) right then. And he had to figure out which which woman's heart he had to break in that that night. And he went with Tia, even though he's not going to choose Kendall, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, Anyway... Well, let's do it right now. Who do you think? Bachelorette, who are your favorites going into next season? Then we'll talk about winner games, and then we'll get to the rose bag. You got CN? Is this in order? Um, Yeah, I'll do it in order. Wow. I'll do it in order. I'll start at the bottom, actually. Becca. Okay. What's what? What's this number? Uh, f- five. Not a lot of planning went into these rankings. No, Go ahead. No, no, no. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll do, I'll do Becca. Which one? The one that is currently still Ooh. in the running. The runner-up of this season. I like that. She'd be good. My guess uh, as the runner-up. She's number five right now, I think. Uh, number four, Christina Rim. 
Don't forget about Christina. I'm out on Christina. I I believe Why? that she's a contender. I'm out on her personally because I not, still follow her I, on Instagram. I'm just saying, everybody, do not forget about Christina. I would love when Dean came back for that moment when Dean comes back on that show. <laughs> yeah. When Dean gets out of the limo, okay, I'm there. Yep. Number three, uh, other Becca, young Becca. Wow. I, I would three. really enjoy that. Number two, this is not who I want. This is who I think. Sure. Number two, CN. Number one, Tia. I think she set her she set herself up really well. I think people still like her a lot. I know I don't personally like some of the stuff she did. I'm still okay with her, but I think she's still got the she's still a fan favorite. And that emotional tear inducing breakup, it's the type of thing, it's the type of thing America wants as their bachelorette. She hit all the criteria. She checked all the boxes for a great bachelorette sizzle reel. I'm falling mm-hmm. in love with Ari. I really like Ari. This guy is so great. I love you, Ari. Kiss, kiss, kiss. You know, push me up against the wall, Ari. Let's make out. Ari, I'm I'm not falling in love with you. I'm in love with you. My family mm-hmm. loves with you. And then these tears afterwards, it's all there, folks. It's all there. It's all there. I'd probably agree with your top two, too. I think Tia is probably the favorite at this point. That's a good top five to come up with on off the top yeah. of your head. That's a good top yep. five. Uh, quickly, let's talk about the Winter Games for like five minutes. Okay. Um, both of us watched this, both episodes. Neither of us took notes. Nope. We didn't have time to record a separate episode on it, unfortunately. But I personally have some thoughts. I don't know if you wrote anything down, so maybe I'll just bounce some ideas off you. He's shaking his head no. AB, overall, <laughs> first, what do you think yes. of this show? It's a new show. It's a new part of this franchise. I started off optimistic about it. And even for the first hour of the first episode, I was enjoying myself. I was having a good time. I thought the first, uh, what were they doing? Just like cross-country skiing? The opening ceremonies, too, were so funny. Yeah, the opening ceremonies were good. That was fun. I love the idea of the different countries coming along. I was getting, first of all, I did not know that Bachelor Bachelorette was other countries. I didn't know they had like spinoff series. I didn't know that was a thing. And that made me really interested in going back and watching some of these episodes. That's my biggest thing. This made me want to watch Japan and yeah. Australia and New Zealand. Canada? Those are great. Canada? Yes. I, you got to watch Canada? Australia? Yeah, you're right. Australia. That's one I got to see. I didn't know these even existed. So I really enjoyed seeing the stories. Uh, and they did all the cutscenes from all these people and their their backstories and all that. I loved that part of it. What turned you off? Got, the whole – I just don't understand the concept of it. So it's two weeks. It's four episodes. I don't understand why people are even getting kicked off at all. Like why was Eric off this show? He's got a fan base. I feel like he I, – I just was turned off by the people having to go home when it was only a couple-week thing. I didn't realize it was as short as it's going to be either, which – kind of throws a wrench into I I just don't understand the concept. It's going too many different ways. You got these competitions. Yes. I feel like it just should have been a competition and if there's a, the occasional hookups, uh that's one th- I don't I don't know why they're pushing it as these people are going to fall in love and like anything's going to come from this. Yes. All of these people live in different countries and continents. Okay, spoiler alert. I can I'll spoil Winter Games is not that big a deal. It's in the news too. There's an engagement that comes out of this. Seriously? Yes. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, I'm with you all the way. They, this was the first time they're trying it, so they got to work out yeah. some kinks. They bit off more than they can chew. They're trying to do too much. In general, yep. I like the competition. What, what ABC needs to realize is lots of people watch this show for the fairy tale of love, 
but most of them watch most of the episodes for the fun and the drama and the characters. The mm-hmm. love doesn't really kick in until later. So we'll watch these people we know from this dating show. We'll watch them do the competitions and have some a relaxing time with it. You don't need to kick people off. I don't. You're right. Yeah. I, especially the way they kick people off the first night was really like yeah. mean spirited and not the way Bachelor does. Vote things. off who you don't like. Yeah, no, I didn't like that at all. That was too much of the challenge. They tried to be the challenge. It wasn't good. Yeah, and another thing that really turned me off on it was the whole was it the girl from Bachelor China? Japan. That couldn't speak Okay, so they had the girl from Japan who couldn't speak English and it was basically just a running joke about her not being able to speak English. That was the whole gimmick. It seemed I don't know if that seemed racist to me. I don't I don't know if that is racist or not, but to me it, it gave me a it was bad feeling. Maybe it gave me a bad it was it was basically just look at this girl that cannot speak English. Isn't she funny? Yeah. How she talks. Yeah. Um, it's like if you put me on Bachelor Japan, I would sound like a fucking idiot too. Yeah. Not, I'd laugh at that though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's just low comedy, lowbrow yeah. comedy that they're going for there, and I didn't I didn't like it. I think her name is Yuki. I think she knows more English than she's. They're letting. They're making it seem. <laughs> I think she knows a lot more English than they're making it seem. Because that you're right. That's like cruel. Yeah, Chris, Har- like Chris Harrison, after one of the events, brought her up and she is oh, doing yeah, like bad. an interview with her, and it's just bad. Yeah, he was like, oh, I can barely understand you. I don't get what yeah. you're saying. Get out of here, dummy. That was not okay. <laughs> no. uh, I'm going to run down a couple of random thoughts. Number okay. one, I really want to watch these other countries' shows. Really do. At least watch some clips. Like, I'm going to dig deep into some clips, some YouTube clips of these yes. seasons. Eric voted off on first night. Absolutely a rigged vote that- Similar to when we rig, we used to have Halloween costume parties, and we'd rig those votes. Everyone voted, <laughs> and then somebody won that we didn't think deserved to win, and we rigged the vote. That's just how it goes behind the scenes, folks. I really like that Australian bachelor, Jordan, who flipped the coin. That guy's tight. Um, <laughs> I think Dean and Leslie make a really good couple. As good of a couple as you can have with Dean. All couples sure. with Dean are going to stink long term, but <laughs> Leslie seems awesome and fits yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Claire from episode two. Every decision Claire made based on getting more screen time and creating drama out of nothing. I mean, she cooked up arguments where there is no conflict, no disagreement. It was incredible. It was breathtaking to see Claire at work. That was another thing that kind of turned me off was the whole Claire conversation. She had t- she was almost half the entire of the second night um with these long conversations with I can't remember the two guys names, but uh and she was having they were having these long breakups. And they hadn't gone on any dates or really had any moments. So I was confused. Claire, yeah, Claire was ginning up controversy for no reason. Last thought, I think Ben Higgins, whom we like a lot, probably thought this show would be more about the competition yeah, than yep. finding love. I he's think not ready for him. love. He's absolutely he's not, not ready for love at <laughs> ben all. Higgins, ben Higgins has no desire to <laughs> no. to have any connection with any of these people. He's just out of a fresh out of a, <laughs> you know, a devastating breakup in his life. He's, he did not come. He either came here to collect a paycheck or I don't think he would do they that, lied though. to him about what the concept of the show was. I think he was tricked. He shows up and he's like, well, I thought we were just going to ski. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be like this. <laughs> I'm not going on any dates. I don't want to go on any dates. Just no, to be clear, no I don't want to go on any dates. No, no thank you. interest in that. Uh, but overall, good show. I'm like borderline excited to watch it tonight. I don't know where what that okay. says about my life, but 
I enjoy, I enjoyed the show. It did. It's gotten like progressively worse. The first hour of the first episode was like, yeah. this is a revelation. The show is so good. <laughs> the show's I good, love when yeah. I love when the franchise really pokes fun at itself. I appreciate that. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. keep to, we got a couple. We got a rosebag uh, text about uh, winter games and some other things. So let's get to. I called it the rosebag. It's the bouquet. I apologize. Okay. The text yeah. line. Quick reminder, 773-234-7794 is the number for the bouquet text line. This is from Danielle in New York. Hi, guys. Your podcast is my favorite Bachelor recap. Thank you, Danielle. My coworker said that Ari, little, little stay woke on this, AB, conspiracy mm. theory. My coworker said that Ari has an earpiece with producers literally in his ear. Do you think that's why he walked away during Lauren's date last week? Because they told him to. No. No. You can't have an earpiece. No. I don't believe it. No. (laughs) Flat out, I don't believe that. You can't. How are you going to, if you're one of these women, how are you going to fall in love with someone who has an earpiece in their ear the (laughs) whole time? Maybe or maybe not being fed lines. That is too woke for us, no, even for the woke, woke boys. Too woke. I don't, <laughs> I don't believe it. Thanks for the text, Danielle. This is Ryan from Los Angeles. He says, I love your podcast. Thank you, Ryan. Thank Both you. of you are dead wrong about Tia and her oh, friendships oh. in the house. I love when people say we're dead wrong. Big and smalls. <laughs> because they're usually right. We usually are dead wrong. Oh, Remem- yeah. Remember when she bawled like a baby when Caroline got sent home? My first answer to that is no. No, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> and what about when she and Bibiana comforted each other at the wrestling date? She had friends, but they weren't strong contenders. That's Ryan's comment. Okay. Maybe. Fair, unfair, fair, foul. <laughs> no, yeah, she did. You know what makes it seem like she did have pals? She really, really broke down when she was hugging the other ladies. Yeah, yeah. This is from Sarah in Toronto. Dear fellow Ari haters, why are we upset about Lauren B. being a frontrunner? She is exactly the person that Ari deserves. I thought 90% of these girls are completely out of Ari's league and deserve someone much more interesting with much more to offer. If Lauren B. isn't his fiance at the end, that's when I'll be outraged because any other girl would definitely be settling. So let's support this union of two souls with about as much personality as a sheet of wax paper. That's from Sarah in Toronto. Uh, You think Lauren's going to win. I don't know if you feel that same way about Lauren as Sarah does, but. I don't have an issue with Lauren B. I just think she's boring TV. Okay. Me too. This is from Mariah in our hometown of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Mm. Longtime listener. First time texting the bouquet. Here it goes. I have some hypothetical questions. Well, if they're hypothetical, how are we going to answer them, maybe? For you all regarding the final four women. Which hometown date would you have enjoyed the most? And who do you see being the final pick? AB's already answered that. And we've already answered the next part of a question, which is who do you think uh, of these four would have a chance of being the Bachelorette? AB, I'm going to ask you this. Think about this. Which hometown date would you have enjoyed the most? And Mariah, picking. Mariah finishes it off with Fire Fran. So, thank you for the text, Mariah. (laughs) AB, which hometown would you have enjoyed the most? Uh, It's got to be the apple picking room. Okay. Got to be. I would have liked Tia's the most. The The racing? The racing racing cars. Because Tia was so bad at racing that I feel like I could have impressed her, even though I don't know what I'm doing with the the e-brake. Last text before we finish up here. 
Rumin AB, this is from Emily in Portland, Oregon. What do you think of ABC airing the women tell all with three women left? Usually they have, they do a show later mm-hmm. when there are just two contestants left. So a person who came in third can be on the women tell all. Something is brewing inside Ari now that it's getting down to the wire. And I think we saw the first cracks of it during his compartmentalizing conversation with Lauren's mom and when he pulled Kendall away during the rose ceremony. What do you think the women tell all timing means? Thank you for the text, Emily. AB, what do you think? Something's coming, Rim. I've heard little whispers too. Nothing, no spoilers, but I've heard something big is going to happen on this season of The Bachelor. Wow. In the something finale. Big. Okay. I don't know. I don't know that much. I've just heard little whispers. And no thought on the timing of the women tell all having anything to do it's, with that. It's it's fishy. I think it does have something to do with it. Yeah. Last question. Whose boyfriend, whose ex comes back? Tia's gone. The southern accent is gone. There's a, it goes a couple ways because you got Lauren, who we know she has exes. You have Kendall, who I could see like being in a deep relationship and then just leaving for the bachelor, and not really telling the person. Uh, <laughs> she's got that weird quirky vibe to her that that I could can happen. See that for sure. And then you know, Becca seems like someone that would trigger this response from someone. So it could it could be any of them. Okay, can I tell you something? Someone, multiple people tweeted at me who it is. Told you, so you yes. know who it is? folks. Okay, AB, come on, This folks. is why I haven't given you the password folks. to the Rosecast Twitter. It is a freaking minefield out there. I wouldn't touch it if I had it. It's I wouldn't terrible. touch it if I had it. I don't want those mentions. Uh, it's it's not, I you know, sp- tiptoeing around the spoilers. It's it's exhausting having to avoid these spoilers. Don't so, text know, us or tweet us spoilers. Have some respect for the game. No, 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 no. No. I do, I had to mute those people. I'm sorry if you're so listening. You, you saw it though. You know. Who I know it is. who. I know whose boyfriend it oh, is. Come on. I know. Come on, I folks. know. I am crushed when I saw it. Two people told me in like two minutes. They're like, "It's this person." I'm like, "What are you? T- what about <laughs> our our Twitter account?" I, I asked the question. Who do you guys think it is? That wasn't an invitation to tell me who it is for a fact. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Ab, let's skip the fantasy league update. You got places to go. People to see. Uh, thanks for listening. As always, you can follow along on Twitter at RoseCastES. I was a little off my game last night. Not a lot of jokes to be had. It was too boring of an episode. No disrespect. Instagram at RoseCast Podcast. Facebook slash RoseCast Podcast. Once again, the text line is 773-234-7794. Hey, Apple Podcast listeners, thank you for all the ratings and reviews. We love keeping rolling in. We love reading those. We appreciate it. AB, you got a big sign-off? You just want to say thank you for listening, talking to you next week, something like that, or you got a bigger deal to say? No, nothing big. All right. Folks, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. A couple more episodes. The home stretch. Buckle in. are on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.